This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back to Football on Focus, of course, your favorite football podcast off of Buena Vista University's campus, hosted by your two favorites, obviously, in second place, Lavelle Harris. Lavelle, say hello. You know I'm in first place. Hello, people. You know everyone likes me better. Yeah, we know that. We know that. We know that. Nah, that's debatable. It's not debatable. Hey, tweet at us. Tweet at us. Who do you like better? Who do you like better, Lavelle no, or me? <laughs> it's not. I said Lavelle. Or, Did you turn? No, I turned you down a little bit. We're a little loud here, so that's why. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Don't worry about it. Here, we'll turn you. It back was just up. a little. There you go. There we go. There we feel go. better. Yeah, I feel better. Just wanted to make sure that we weren't bursting people's eardrums, you know, because we tend to we tend to talk a little louder. And we so do. I just wanted um, to make sure the levels were okay. So, obviously, there's been a lot going on, Lavelle. Um, there is a new, I think, best team in the NFL. I don't know if you've heard of these guys. Um, I've heard of them. So they used to be out of San Diego. They moved. They're now in Los Angeles. Um, I think they're called like the Lightning Bolts or something like that. <laughs> no, it is yeah. it is yeah, the yeah. LA Chargers. Los Angeles, bro. We hey, stand up, stand up, because we've been <laughs> sitting down for a long time. We've been sitting down. Yes, you have. Hey, Chargers are on one. I love it. I love. Brandon Staley's balls. This is literally pause. But, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay, but I I follow a lot of um, people, Charger people on Twitter, oh and they love all the fourth downs he's going for, all the is great stuff, pause. like all this, <laughs> all the stuff that gets your team going, and I like it. And I like my team right now. Um, we've been winning. What are we at? Four and one. Four and one. Yeah. Best record in the AFC, tied with the Bills. Correct. The Bills and who else? I know this is more. I think it might just be the Bills. Uh, Ravens. Ravens, Ravens. And Ravens. we play them next week, this week. Yes, this coming this week. This coming week. But we did win against the Browns, 47-42 in a thriller that I did not get to watch. Yeah, neither of us got to watch that game. <sighs> I was at practice, good putting my work in, you know me, going crazy. Now, you know what? I want to know something crazy about that game. Uh, that is not a scoregami, obviously. You know what scoregami is, right? But no? Okay, for those at home and Lavelle, scoregami is when it's the first time that score has ever been put up. Okay. So, okay. like, 21-13, whenever that was the first time it happened, scoregami. That's what they call it. There's a whole Twitter page dedicated to scoregamis. And I can't believe you've never heard of scoregami. I've never heard of scoregami. That's crazy. I've never I, been up. I feel like we brought that up on the podcast before. I was, like, the first time, and there was, like, if it was, like, a 27-43 score, it might be a scoregami because no one's ever scored that that combination of points before. Yeah, but I don't think we ever talked about really? it. Really? I okay. don't know if we ever talked well, anyways, about it. Well, uh, anyways, that score, 47-42, correct? Yes, correct. Uh, that is not a score, Gami. It's actually the second time, I believe, that it's happened. Uh, it happened one other time last year, actually. And that was a game between the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. And guess who was on the losing end of that score in that game mm-hmm. as well? The Browns. The Cleveland Browns. So they have lost both games that have had the score of 47 to 42. It's in crazy. the last two years as well. Kind of crazy. Chargers just wanted him more, I think, with fourth quarter points, 26 in the fourth. That is crazy. 
Baker but Mayfield. One of those was they pulled Austin Eckler into the end zone. Yeah, they wanted him to score. Wanted they him to the score. Ball. That's they get the ball back. He was going to score anyway, so he could have scored on the first one. But he, he could have, but to. he didn't want he, to. Yeah, because he wanted to waste the time. Exactly. We were thinking ahead. Come on, we're three steps ahead of everybody. Yeah. And so were they, and that's why they pulled him into the end zone. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Kind of like that, uh, was it Lions-Falcons from last year? Yeah. Where Todd Gurley, all he had to do was not like score. Like, not score, and he scored. And he scored a touchdown. Yeah. And they ended up losing the game to okay. Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Well, Baker had a good game. 23 for 32, 305 yards, two touchdowns. Nick Chubb, 21 carries, 161 yards, one touchdown. Kareem Hunt has most touchdowns, but... He had most of the touchdowns out of the two backs. Two touchdowns with 61 yards, 12 carries. Kareem Hunt, now one of the top five uh, fantasy scoring running backs now, along with Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler, number two. He had 17 carries, 66 yards, and two touchdowns. Also had five receptions, 53 yards, and a touchdown. Mike Williams, who's looking like the best receiver in the league right now. I'm not going to lie. Mike Williams has been looking fantastic. With eight receptions, 165 yards, and two touchdowns. Justin Herbert putting up a day with 26 of 43, 398 yards, and four touchdowns. Like Keenan, he's just our big play receiver, our third Keenan down has first become play. quiet almost. Quiet for touchdowns. Well, he's I, quiet for touchdowns, but he has yeah. six receptions for 75 yards. And those are probably like, all on third downs. 12 yards per yeah. average? Come on. I know. He's literally he's just not popping off the like deep threat. Mike Williams. Because they have to double team him. He's and now switched. Mike Williams. Mike Williams and Keenan Allen switched roles this year. Keenan was never a deep threat, though. He was always a route runner. That's, that's why what I'm saying. It's crazy. Him and Mike Williams switched roles. Mike Williams was always the deep threat, and that's all they used him as. And Keenan was the route runner choosing it. But now it seems like Keenan has been a lot of the, more of the deep routes. And Mike Williams, his route tree has been way more expanded. It's been more, it's a lot of posts and a lot of, like, misdirection because he's always open on a post, and the post goes for 50 yards. He had two, like, he had a 70-plus yard touchdown and a 50-plus yard We're talking about Mike Williams, correct? That's Mike Williams. Keenan, he gets his third down plays. He had, I think, a 32-yard gain on third down. Like, come on, that's Keenan. Yeah. That's how the game works, and that's how we're playing it, though. Using more of a decoy. A lot of tight ends. A lot of tight ends get touchdowns in the... In the red zone with Cook and Parham, hey, and I think we expanded our offense and our defense is looking good. Not get they giving up okay forty two points, but yeah, defenses defenses it's there though. It's not it's there to stop you games. It's there to stop because they stop people when they we need it. Yeah, the thing that probably I'm looking down is our kicking. Our kick is not looking good right Kicking's now. Kicking's not good. Kicking's not looking. I think we missed like a couple extra points in that game. Like I told you guys, I did not get to see it. I'm sorry. I was trying to watch it. I was watching it all the way up to practice. So don't worry. You're not the only like, uh, team I'm, with kicking problems. Like oh, obviously, is that something I want? The whole to bring NFL up. had kicking problems yep. this week, though. Let me but pull up the the Chargers. Stat. Sheesh. Come on. Thirteen oh, we the top missed of the extra points in week five, and that's the most. Thirteen. I think that's the most ever. I'm not sure if it's the most ever. I haven't seen anything crazy. about that, but it's a lot. 13. And then not counting all the missed field goals. Oh, there's a – you see that Bengals, Bengals-Green Bay game? Yeah, a lot. Back oh. and forth. Back, back and forth. forth. All the way to overtime. Five. It was five back-to-back to back-to-back. So. To back to Finally, back to back Mason back. Crosby hits it. But, no, first try, he'll get it against the 49ers the week before, right? Yeah. That's how Two it weeks works. before. If it's your favorite team, he automatically is going to yeah, make it. Exactly. And it's already known. It's already known. Uh, I hate speaking it. of that Chargers defense, they've allowed 371 uh, yards per game. That's totally yards. When we look at passing, 
214. That's pretty good That's so really far. That's really good, actually. And rushing, not so a lot great. Of, a lot they of are rushing. number one in the league, allowing 157 It's because of the last yards. game with Chubb and Kareem. They've allowed right? a total of 788 on the year. Kind of crazy. Defense but points per game. It's still 23. there. 3.2. It's, it's still there. Like, the defense yeah. is there when we need it. Derwin James leads, like, I think he had, like, 14 tackles that game. So he yeah. leads our team in tackles, making a play every time. It's crazy. Hey, Chargers there. not losing the game. Chargers there. Exactly I'm happened. there. I'm there with the Chargers yeah. all the way. Come on. Been there. As the 49ers and, Kyle, uh, and Trey Lance's first start uh, against the Cardinals, they keep a close one, 17-10 uh, in favor of the Cardinals. Again, they lose that one, fall to 2-3, bottom of the NFC West. And looking at 49ers Twitter in the past week, they have not figured out who to blame, um, to put it lightly, as they're like, oh, wait, wait a minute. Maybe it's not all about our quarterback problems. And people are like, well, no, duh. <laughs> and so there's been problems. Everywhere people are like, oh, we're finally starting to notice. Maybe Jimmy G wasn't the entire problem. We're like, no, maybe it's not. Now people are coming to Kyle Shanahan. They're like, oh, maybe it's Kyle's fault. Is he the right guy to be there? Mm. As most years they've had a losing record in the through the first five weeks. The only exception to that, 2019, when they went 5-0. and <laughs> And that's the year they went to the Super Bowl. And so people have called that in consideration. There's a quote from John Lynch, the GM, talking about Brandon Ayuk isn't where we want him. He hasn't make, taken the strides we want him to take. People have said, neither of you, John. Neither is Kyle. Neither is Jimmy. <laughs> neither is uh, Trent Williams. Neither is... Uh, not Debo Sam, but Trey Sermon. They just there's like a list of like eight other players that they're like these guys haven't made it a stride either. Maybe if you targeted him more, something like that. And it's just like they are completely just split on what who they want to blame and who they want to who sh- they want to blame for this. They don't need to blame anybody. They should play better. And I mean, sometimes there's nothing you can do. Again, yeah, it's the Cardinals. The Cardinals have looked like one of the best teams in the league so far this year. That's they, they haven't been in close as games. They are with what five they five and zero. Oh. They're the only right undefeated now. team left in the league. So again, Cardinals. should be four and one. I blame the Vikings game. <laughs> no, that one. That's eight. That's what always B Pat brings up. They should be four and one. The Vikings. The Vikings should be choked. I mean, okay, maybe not four and one. What am I thinking? I don't know. You said four and one, and I said four and maybe one. Maybe three and two. Maybe three and two. Beat the Bengals. Should have beat the Bengals. Should have beat the. Should have beat the Cardinals. They have one already with the Seattle, and then they lost definitely the other beat. Two. It. No, they beat the Lions. They beat the Lions this week. Oh yeah, they did. That was a heartbreaker. Uh, that's a good segue because I don't want to talk about the 49ers anymore. That's just <laughs> Trey Lance might be injured, but we're going into a bye week, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, the Vikings Lions game. Uh, I did not go to Minneapolis for the internship this week, and I kind of glad, kind of not, just because like what a game to watch. It was crazy. The first, but then I got told, well, we were actually down in the press conference room because we thought it might be over before it got sent to overtime. So they were actually watching it on the TVs, all the interns. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, and then I, and so I'm like, okay, maybe not. But then I saw the videos of Dan Campbell's interview, yeah, he's head coach crying. of the Lions. I oh my gosh, it was crazy. It was emotional, just like watching on your phone. I'm like, if I would have been in the visitors' conference, I don't think I would have been able to hold back tears. Maybe in that because <laughs> that that was some deep stuff he was saying about his team. Because the Lions have been in almost every, every game, game, literally. Almost come back against the 49ers. I mean, that one's maybe not iffy. That might be a loss. 
Ravens game they lose on an NFL history setting field goal. The Vikings they lose on a last second field goal. And who else have they been really close with? I want to double check my stats. They lost. The Bears they lost by ten, but they're in that game. They lost to the Packers. The Ravens. There's the Ravens one and the Packers. That's about the only they one they weren't in. So like they three could be two. three and two right Maybe now. Three and two. Looking up. Like that's Maybe two and three. Same spot as the Niners. Like they lose to the Niners. Uh, they lose to the Packers. And then they lose the Bears. That's about the farthest three. And then the two they should have won, Vikings, Ravens. And Are they 0-5 right now? Yes, they're 0-5. They have not won a game. That's tough. For being that close. And that's yes. why he so, was so upset and emotional in that game. Because like, they, they had it. Two game-winning field goals in, one, in the first five weeks? Like, that's tough. Like, they don't really have big Sounds names like the on Chargers, that team. Sounds like the Chargers, bro. <laughs> but the Chargers at least had big names on their team, did they yeah, not? They had yeah. Keenan. They had Mike Williams was not a huge name. Hunter Henry was a big name. Yes, Austin Eckler Joey was starting Bosa, to get his Austin name. Austin Eckler was getting a name. Melvin Gordon was a big name. Like, they had big names. The Lions, their big names are Jared Goff, Panay Sewell, because he just got drafted. DeAndre He's a rookie. Swift. DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams. And that's it. And Jeff Akuda, who's out for the season. Out. And has been out since week one. That's about it. Quintus Cephas is starting to make a, kind of a name for himself because you have to start paying attention to who's there. TJ Hawkinson okay, is there. But, like, defensively, they really don't have that big mm. of all-stars. And nobody. And they're still in almost every single one of these games. They got heart. They got heart. They <laughs> lost what? The two, two of them they lost. All four of them they've lost within 15. The only one they didn't was the Packers one. That was bigger than a 15-point deficit. Yeah. So, like, it's been huge for them. And you can understand where Dan Campbell's coming from. Definitely. But hey, that's it's, – It's part of football. Yeah, it's great how they've bought in, though. That's huge, 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 huge for them. The Lions going to look up once they start getting their team right. Get some good draft picks this year. Get some weapons. There you go. Hey. And you'll be set to go. Maybe invest a little bit and maybe trade the picks a little bit and do see what you want to do with it. But – and then on the other side, obviously, to kind of segue away from the Lions again, looking up for them as well, Kirk Cousins, obviously, Vikings, the Vikings. win. They get the win. Uh, brings out the signature quote, you like that, as he <laughs> shoves head coach Mike Zimmer on the sidelines after they win it. And Mike Zimmer does shove him back, I will say that, but <laughs> he does give him the classic, you like that, yell at him on the Gee. sidelines. Where as, Adam Thielen got his first two catches on that drive. It was Literally, no way. He didn't have a catch the whole game until that last drive. He had two catches that got him to field goal range. Wow! And I was like, "No way! This man got two catches on the last drive." That is wild. Like the Lions were playing them so good. Justin Jefferson, not him. He had it a day, but yeah, one of them's got to. (laughs) Yeah, unbelievable Um, stuff from that game. Um, other games we had our first London game. As the Falcons took on the Jets, Falcons win twenty-seven to twenty. The help of Cordero Patterson, game. of course. Yeah. Very, very Cordell. early game. Cordell's a, oh, Cordell's the goat right now. Yeah, sorry, sorry. he's done fantastic. Um, Zach Wilson, eh, he's seeming mm-hmm. okay. The rushing is really what got them there. And again, Cordero Patterson, no touchdowns rushing, but he gets uh, or receiving. But he had 60 yards receiving and 54 rushing. Mike Davis finally gets a rushing touchdown. Kyle Pitts gets a receiving touchdown. His first 
as well. 119 yards receiving as well on nine receptions. Mm. So Falcons looking not they found so a new, shabby. They found a new tight end they could go to, it looks He's like. He's on pace to just not quite get Mike Ditka's uh, rookie receiving yards record. Uh, he's about, I believe it was 20-30 underneath it. It's about where he was at when someone uh, brought up the statistics I saw on Twitter. So that'll be something to look out for as well. Other games, Rams-Seahawks. That was Thursday night football, 26-17 in favor of the Rams. Russell Wilson goes down with an injury. Geno Smith will start likely the next six, six to eight yeah. weeks, I believe. Gino, Russell with a broken finger. Geno's going to have to step up. He's going to have Absolutely. to get DK, get Tyler Lockett involved, and use the weapons a little bit. And I'm sure he will. Again, that was the last rookie quarterback to beat Tom Brady. Okay. So possible chance there. Patriots-Texans. Patriots. Back. Get a 25-22 win. They came back over the Texans. They came back. They were down like 22 to nine. Really? Came back and won the game. I just I was seeing Mac a little. Jones. I didn't see all of it, but I seen little clips of it. Mac Jones. I don't know. I think they fumbled or something. They got something. Patriots got something over the Texans, and it was kind of crazy. Yeah, as uh, they score nine in the second, six in the third, ten in the fourth. As the Texans had six in the first, nine in the second, seven in the third, none in the fourth. So a close one there. Pretty nice, very nice. Roll in. Congratulations, Mac yeah, Jones. Mac Jones has been balling. He so has far. been balling. Not like on outstanding levels, but for a rookie for the rookies this year, compared to everybody else, he's he's been balling. He's above the rest of the quarterbacks taken so far. Again, he's gotten into a better system though as well. Um Eagles, Panthers, Eagles get the win twenty one eighteen. Uh, much to kind of my surprise, I was hoping the Panthers might pull that one out. They don't, as Chris McCaffrey might be making his return to the field this week as well. Something to look out for. Finally, finally. That one, finally. exactly. Good to have him back. Uh, Saints versus the football team. Saints win 33-22. Taylor Heineke still looking pretty good, but again, can't really compete with the Saints. James Winston and Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara had a day, I think so. Hey, he went crazy. I think he had 30 points in fantasy. That's yeah, 71 rushing yards and a touchdown, along with 51 yards receiving and a touchdown. Yep. So that so. sounds about right for about 30 <laughs> points. Hey, Kamara does it all. He does it all. That's why I got him for. Use your Come on, Kamara. Yeah. Use use the running back, James. What? What what's your record in that league that you took him number one overall? Uh, one and four. We that's were, what I thought. Hey, we came back this week. Uh, that's what I thought. Came no, back this week. Okay, no. we get, we get that. We could get there. We don't want to hear. We get there. Titans Jaguars Titans thirty seven nineteen. Not much to say in that one. James Robinson again, kind of the only shining star for the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence still doing okay. He's got a rushing touchdown though in the last two games, I believe, including okay, this one. Okay, Trevor. So, okay, Trevor. Looking, might need to start slinging like. the rock though. Just a little bit. As Buccaneers versus Dolphins, Bucks 45, Dolphins 17. This, this boy slinging the rock, though. That Tom, boy, Tom Brady, Brady is looking better than most of the quarterbacks in the league, and he's 44 years old, people. And he has the most yards passing four QBs this season. I believe so. Ah, I, don't, I see. I just seen he's this He's also guy. fantasy QB number one. Yes, he is. Just think he wanted to be on the Niners, and we stuck with Jimmy Garoppolo because he had that one bad year in New England. Mm. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> Uh, Packers-Bengals, again, we talked about overtime win for the Packers, 25-22, after about five missed field goals, like Lavelle mentioned earlier. Steelers-Broncos. Steelers get the win, 27-19 over the Broncos. Broncos not looking that high after those first three wins against? Again, ones that The Giants, the Jaguars, the... Uh, Not Lions. 
Giants, Jaguars, Texans? Jets. 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 That's what I meant to say. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah. Bears over the Raiders, 22-9. Speaking of the Raiders. Justin Fields, do you want to go to the Raiders right now? Let's go to the Raiders, Ron. All right. John Gruden out as the head coach of the Raiders. F emails popped up from his time up until 2018 as he was a part of the Washington football team. Uh, emails of him with racist, homophobic. Um, Just a lot of a things. A lot. He kind of came after everything you could go after is the way they made it sound. A lot of things he should have said. and Yeah, and so that. he stepped out. He's out of the Buccaneers' ring of honor. And I've seen some things like, why is this the thing that gets released? Because they were investigating Dan Snyder in the Washington football team organization. Mm. Why haven't the stuff that he did come out? Because there's a lot of rumors of a lot of stuff that he did when he was a part of the Washington football team. And no, nothing on that. No, anything on that. But John Gruden immediately kind of thrown under the bus there and into the limelight. So it makes definitely makes you ask questions. Yeah, and I think a lot of conspiracies. Uh, yeah. Conspiracies can go around. I think the players' associate NFL players' association has asked for all the Dan Snyder emails to be released as well. Um, and there's just a lot of things. Again, we're from the Buccaneers Ring of Honor. And I know there have been people ask, like, people have, again, speculation is huge um, for this one because I even saw one person say on Twitter today, um, you know the league is run by owners. Uh, The owners have never really liked John Gruden, besides uh, the Raiders owners, obviously. They've all liked him, but everyone else has never really liked him. They kind of wanted him out or something like that. Like, the owners control this. They want to protect Dan Snyder kind of thing. They know what gets out. Um, I don't know if you saw this, though. Uh, there was an email leaked from Adam Schefter in this investigation, actually. It was him emailing, I believe it was the GM of the Washington football team or someone within the organization, asking him to look over an article release, naming him as Mr. Editor, before he would release it later that afternoon at 6 p.m. This was back then obviously before that 2018 time frame yeah uh that when they were investigating again the fbi investigating this so it's obviously a big deal <laughs> uh but it was an email from Schefter, adam Schefter emailing a person within the company i forget if he was gm owner something like that called calling that guy mr editor and making sure everything looked right to him making sure everything was okay to be printed yeah there's nothing wrong which is like Kind of suspicious. and like, people, Why is he doing that? And that one just kind of under the radar snuck into my timeline. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm going to come back to you later. But that's that's I'm going to look, <laughs> look more into that one later. But that was something interesting that I saw pop up as well. Adam Schefter, man. Little, hey, they all can have something. man. Yeah. And Aaron, we don't know. <laughs> that's Aaron Rodgers' biggest enemy, apparently. Aaron Rodgers really does not like Adam Schefter. Why? I, I don't know. He just really has a thing for Adam Schefter. I think he called him weak-chinned, too, at one point on the Pat McAfee show uh, last week. Like, Aaron Rodgers has it out for Adam Schefter. Daniel talks to me about it. I think he talked about it a lot over the summer, like, when because Adam Schefter released the news on draft day about Aaron Rodgers. He was the one to report on it all. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers always talked about uh, these sports reporters always just want to get the clicks and stuff like that. And so there's kind of been this beef almost between Adam uh, Adam Schefter and Aaron Rodgers. And, again, mm-hmm. Pat, that's what Pat McAfee was asking him about on the show. And he kind of alluded, oh, there's nothing between 
me and Adam, blah, blah, blah. Besides, even if there was with this, like, and then, like, does the weak chin thing. And they did it on, uh, you know, how he, Adam Schefter hosts the uh, Sunday morning countdown with Randy Moss, Rex Ryan, yeah. those guys. They actually pulled the clip up on the show and asked him, asked Schefter about it. And Schefter kind of just sat there, like, shocked. He was like, I, I've never heard anyone call me weak chin before. Like, I, they pulled up a graphic with a protractor around oh Aaron Rodgers and Adam Schefter's twin uh, chin. And to see, like, he's like, they're like, Adam, your chin's sharper. I don't even know what he's talking <laughs> yeah. about. Like, Randy Moss was giving him a lot of flack for it. Oh, my gosh. It was interesting. Funny. So, I, yeah. Weird things have been happening in the little, last little week. Little beef going on in the in NFL. First the Urban Meyer stuff, now this. Yeah. John Gruden, beef with Aaron. Yeah, it's like it's a I, weird I seen time. I seen some tweets like Urban Meyer. It's like, and then all of a sudden, John Gruden or something. And it's just pictures. And I, I don't know what the pictures are because... Oh, I know the there's, page. There's a picture of them standing next to each other, I know. And it's just uh, the NFL media the last week. And it's just a picture of Urban Meyer and John Gruden. Because that's literally what it's been. That's basically what it's been the it's entire been week. Wild. Is people trying to figure that out. And so it's just like, oh, all right. I mean, that works, I guess. But, yeah, it's just been wild. Crazy NFL week this yeah. week. As we are getting, we are running way over time. We're at 25 minutes already oh. for NFL. Okay, we got to go. As, yeah, we still Giant, got yeah. to the best, probably a great game. Yeah, we, Cowboys we night. 44 over the Giants, 20. Bills over the Chiefs, 38 to 20. Chiefs not looking so no, good. At I want to see. Are we game. hitting the panic button on the Chiefs? Yes or no? Uh, I say we give them one more week. One more week? Yeah. And two and three. Two and three. Oh, they're kind of. Are we hitting the panic button? Like, Mahomes doesn't look like Mahomes. Like, it's kind of crazy. Plus, Tyreek Hill has a knee injury out of that game. Travis Kelsey gets a stinger. Uh, so, he had, had some nerves in his arm. Um, so, I don't know how they're looking. Uh, a lot of injuries, obviously, happening as well. So, something so Lavelle thinks one more week for the Chiefs. I think we can wait one more week as well. Yes. Um, major injuries, Juju Smith-Schuster. He's done for the year. His shoulder uh, hurt on that one. Got surgery, I, I believe, earlier today. That. Yep, got hurt in that game. Trey Lance, knee injury, one to two weeks. George Kittle, he's on IR, went on last week before the game with his calf. He's out till week nine. Week nine is the first game he can play in. Joe Burrow went to the hospital with a throat contusion. He is looking ready to play for this week, but he is on a no-talk uh, heel kind of thing. Like So he's not supposed to talk to make sure his throat heals. Uh, Saquon Barkley gets a low ankle sprain. You see him do that one? That oh, one that was the, oh, his thing was Fat. swollen that like, was a he had softball. a whole softball yeah on his, that was a softball on his, on his foot ankle. and it was oh um, it was bad it was a tough go for him daniel jones comes out of that game with a concussion as he well he looked bad too. he looked bad like though. he was falling yeah he was one stumbling. of the dallas cowboys player had to like hold him up yeah, like dallas cowboys good. player they're like no i'm grabbing him like, like it doesn't like, hey somebody it, grab it doesn't guy. matter not, it doesn't yeah. matter about like the game like he needs to get he out. Needs help yeah um Taysom hill also goes out of his game with a concussion Curtis Samuel goes out with a groin injury, and then Tyreek and Travis Kelsey, we talked about them as well. Yes. So, a lot of injuries. Injuries, yeah. injuries are part of football, but... I feel like lately they've just been more and more, Just almost. a lot, a lot. And so, we'll move on here. To this last To college game. football. Ooh, we oh, we game. do we have one more game. We have one more game. Monday Night Football, comeback. Ravens, Colts, the comeback for the Ravens, oh. 31-25 in overtime. Lamar, Lamar Jackson looking like Superman second half and just coming up. Well, he's also 
Oh, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. But Lamar did go crazy. Yes. Had, what, and, well, 30? I think, and he had the highest completion percentage, 86% in history of any QB that has thrown for over 400 yards. And he also leads 18 teams in total yards. Yep, he is at number 16, I believe. Uh, if you put him in the list of, as a team himself, beating my 49ers as be, well. I think he has 1,861 mm-hmm. total. And with that, Lavelle, I believe Lamar Jackson is this week's cash play, money in the bank player of the week. Yes, he is. As Read off his stat line there, We, we hear him. Uh, 37, 3743 completions, 442 yards, four touchdowns. Also had 14 attempts for 62 yards. Fumbled though. He did fumble. It was it was he's still human. It happens. But he had 41 points. Colts almost took points. that back for a touchdown too. They almost. Did you see the play? It was play? a forward lateral though. I don't. I don't know. I was. Even. I was it looking. Even. It looked like it was like me and Westy are sitting like side by side right now. I feel like if Westy was a little far back, it was right there. Like yeah. an inch back, and it was right there. And I and looked they at it. They called it forward. They called it, it forward. Tough. I was like, oh, that was a great play. Fantastic. I don't know who I don't know who thirty four was. I don't know his name. It's something. I think Isaiah something. But yeah. he is fast. He got zooming. Oh, because it was like, Darius Leonard that got it at first. I yeah. believe. and he took it and he almost stumbles and he tosses it up to him, and the burners kicked in. He, he was, was going because like we know how far fast Lamar is. He made Lamar look like Lamar was not even like trying to chase him. No, because he was gone. I was like, oh, this man's <laughs> he crazy. Lost everybody on the screen, but. Blake and Chip couldn't. He got a kick blocked. He got a kick blocked, and then he missed the game-winning kick that sent them to overtime. That the Ravens got the ball. The Marquise Brown touchdown. Game yep. over. Game over. I hate. I hate that NFL overtime rules. I think it should be like college. Yep. Absolutely. I definitely, I definitely think it. Um, going on to college football. Speaking of college football, Cincinnati gets another win. Who would have thought? Number three of Cincinnati gets another win over an unranked team. Fifty-two to three over Temple. No like, one. Oh no! No one saw that coming. They're not gonna, we knew uh, they were going to win. Oklahoma. Red River Showdown: Oklahoma versus Texas. Oklahoma gets the win as Spencer Rattler gets benched after the first after the first quarter. After the first, I think half. it was the first. I think it was the start like of the second quarter. Start of the second quarter. Like, Either way, he yeah. gets benched he as gets they're benched. down by a decent amount. As Texas scores twenty eight in the first quarter, so they're down twenty. Down twenty-eight to, to seven. Thirty-eight, uh, twenty-eight to seven after the first. Thirty-eight to twenty going into the second half, and then it's all Oklahoma. They score ten in the third, twenty-five in the fourth, three and seven respectively for Texas. Fifty-five, forty-eight final score. Rattler probably lost he, his starting job. He in that was game. he wasn't even celebrating with the team after that. He I was saw. not. He was not celebrating he was, plays. He was not happy at all. No, because. He, his backup did way better. Caleb Williams, that's unbelievable. Caleb Williams did unbelievable, great. and he can run. Like and he can run. Like his first play in, he ran, and we all he had a touchdown. He had a touchdown the first play. No, it yes, was like a twenty-yard was, run. It was the first play because it was a fourth down. Remember, it was fourth and one, and he ran for a touchdown. He ran for a touchdown. I right? think he ran for the touchdown. His first, he has four what four carries, eighty-eight yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. So I thought he only got. I thought it was like a twenty-yard pickup. I didn't. Think I thought did. it was a TD, but it was a good run. He can yeah, run. He's he really run. good. Because we all looked at each other after that run, whatever that first run. Because the first play was a run. We can agree on that. Yes. And we all kind of looked at each other after that, like, 
Rattler's done. He's not coming he's back. He's not coming back. He's, he's, he, tra- he's looking at the transfer portal right now. <laughs> like, he, it was he's not, not coming back. So a nice win for Oklahoma. They're ranked number four now. Not sure how I feel about it because they've been really close games with everyone they've played with. I feel like so they've been like, down a like they've been down a lot. Like, a lot. but now with the change of QB, we'll see what happens. Obviously, because that brings a lot to the plate. Mississippi versus Arkansas. This one's a close one. Ole Miss gets the win, fifty-two to fifty-one. After Arkansas goes for the two point, doesn't get it. Oh, it was hard. You can respect it though. You can respect. You can respect the competitive edge to go to go for two instead of send it to overtime. Understandable. Uh, Boise State twenty-six seventeen over number nineteen BYU. Interesting game there. Boise State getting the upset there. So that'll be interesting hey, as well. Boise always doing that. I'm telling you, Boise's like that. Kalish Kier, he's a baller. Yeah, he's a baller. Went All to right. my school. Just say oh, that. oh, okay. Hey, hey, yeah. my dad can say that. He he knows yeah. who that is. Yeah, yep, okay. yep, yep, yep. All right. Uh, Georgia versus Auburn. This one not close. Georgia showing why they're the new number one team in the nation. Oh. Thirty-four to ten. You're probably wondering. Wait a minute. Wait. Georgia's what? number one. What happened to Alabama? They lose on a game-winning field goal to your Texas A&M Aggies, cool. forty-one to thirty-eight. They drop down to number five after they came back. They came all the way back just to lose on a game-winning field goal. It's wild, but hey, that's tough. Tough for Alabama. Good for Texas A&M. First time an assistant of uh, Nick Saban has beat him. It's twenty-four-one in Alabama. Oh wait, no, it was at College Station. Never mind, I believe. Yeah, so I think it was twenty-four-one. Yeah. I think it was just yeah. um, in general. Yeah. A college assistant beat him. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the first time it had happened. Yeah, that if ever happened. He ever was 24 happened. and 0, so I think he's 24 and 1 now. Yeah, which is just unbelievable. Um, obviously, we, yeah. we got to talk about We got to talk about Iowa. Should we, should we say, well, actually, we'll do Michigan, Nebraska first. Nebraska stays in this one again. Nebraska like, has been there. in games. They just. I hate to say it. But that is might be one of the hardest games on Iowa's schedule is the Nebraska game. <laughs> might be, might be. Like upset. we thought, Iowa State was going to be the hardest one. No, that one wasn't bad. Penn and then State. we came to the Penn State game. It was, it was, which pre- was pretty hard. It was pretty hard. <laughs> which was pretty hard <laughs> because Iowa versus Penn State. Iowa gets the win, twenty-three to twenty, after Sean Clifford goes down in the second. And how many points do they score after Sean Clifford goes down? Lavelle. Zero. Incorrect. It was three. Dang they it. scored a field goal. <laughs> that is I was it. I was asleep. I was asleep. That's <laughs> all they did. You did take an after. Yeah. That's all they, they scored three points after Sean Clifford goes down. They are leading 21 to 10 at that point. Iowa comes back and wins 23-20. Nick Regini getting the game winning well, game winning touchdown. It wasn't obviously as time expires. It was, yeah. But it that's was just... the one that puts them over the top. As Sean Clifford had two interceptions. His backup, Taquan Robinson, had two interceptions. Iowa defense looking Good. fantastic, okay. as always. Simple as that. Had some injuries, had some injuries. But yeah, okay. not as much as Penn State yeah. did. Penn State was interesting. Obviously, there were some injured players. But, but there were some conspiracy I... theory hats on here. A lot of people <laughs> are starting to smell rats that... Every time Iowa got a really big offensive play, what do you know? A Penn State guy's down. He's down and just 
cramping. And then he's cramping. in the next play, like the next a two play plays. A play or two later, he's back. And I was noticing it too. I'm like, didn't that man just get injured? Iowa coaches might have been mocking it as well. There yeah. was a video of one that I've falls seen, down I've seen and the video. flops I saw on the sidelines. That's tough. Kirk Ferentz had a press conference about it yesterday, two days ago, uh, where he talks about it. He's like, yeah, we have people within this organization that have been a part of other programs uh, that they have a specific call for it, like Turtle or uh, something with an S. I don't remember what it was, but, like, they have a specific call. So, like, big play, go down. And, like, <laughs> they'll do it. They'll get you a replacement uh, for a couple plays. And, like, so he's like, I know of play- programs that have done it before because we have those people here that know about it and have told us. And, like, obviously he didn't release names. Like, yeah. who told him what organizations these programs were. They're not going to tell. They're not going to tell. But, like, it happens. Nice. It happens. <laughs> it happens. It's iffy. But Iowa gets the win. If Sean Clifford stays in, does Iowa win? Yes. We don't know. Uh, we'll never know. Hey, so, they both do two interceptions. Iowa's no, looking good on defense. Or features only, oh, yeah, both their quarterbacks. Their yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah. I no, I wasn't, talking about, I wasn't talking I was like, about you. What? I wasn't talking about yeah. the Iowans. We only threw one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hawkeyes, baby. Move to number two now. Move to number two. Number two team in the nation. In the, the Iowa nation. Hawkeyes. No one thought that. <laughs> I know Westy did it. I know Westy would never no. think they would be above Alabama. <laughs> I'm looking at the single digit number surprise. Are you kidding? Like, whoa. <laughs> as soon as we made it into the single digits, I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen this happen before. What the heck is going on? Going crazy. Iowa has a really good team this year. Yeah. I've heard Tyler Linderbaum, the center for Heisman, talk. For Heisman? <laughs> for center to win it? I mean, he's <laughs> the best player at his position in college football. Mm, hey, hey! Imagine we had an all lineman win Heisman. That would be kind of crazy. That would be the coolest thing ever. <laughs> like for you, imagine you're the first O lineman and the only O lineman to, to win Heisman. Like you look at that Heisman, the Heisman houses commercial with Nissan. Like wide receiver, wide receiver, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, quarterback, 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 O-lineman. running back, O lineman, running back, running back, <laughs> like what? Wait a minute, there's a kicker. Obviously, he's not there, but like there was kicker. a kicker Heisman. Uh, one of the earliest Heisman winners was a kicker. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know. that. Yeah, there has been one kicker to win the Heisman, I believe. Yeah, if I was a kicker and I won the Heisman, I'd be so happy. Well, I mean, back then, I don't think it was as big of a deal as it is now. Like, obviously, like what do you have to win? What do you have to do to get me get a kicker? That is a good question. Like, do you have this to kick is... a sixty-five yarder and something like and be like perfect throughout the year? Yeah, like. like what gets you a Heisman Trophy? As Again, think about college football back in the day as well. Be like, so, like, eh. probably a 45-yarder was probably, like, the really, good, really good. good. And then if this you... This was, like, leather cap days, you These know? were the toe-kicking days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I don't know if it's that old, but that's my assumption. Probably so I think so. it was one of the earliest ones. But, yeah, um, Notre Dame over Virginia Tech. That's a close one as well, 32-29 in favor of Notre Dame. Um Looking forward to some games that we'll have. Oklahoma State versus Texas. That'll be one to watch. Cincinnati versus UCF. I mean, we'll see. Arkansas versus Auburn. Iowa versus Purdue. Georgia versus Kentucky. Kentucky's ranked 11th. That's going to be a good one. That one should be good. Um, TCU-Oklahoma. I say watch it only because Oklahoma's been every game close. I think Caleb Williams will have them better. Yeah, that's true. Then um, Spencer, Spencer Rattler, Rattler. Yeah. but 
still still TCU's could three be a watchable, and two. So a watchable game. Could definitely watchable. a watchable game for sure. As I think with that, we will move on to fantasy. fantasy as that's the oh. kind of the one we've been waiting for here. So, of course, we have to bring in the perfect lineup provided by NFL Fantasy at quarterback from the Los Angeles Chargers, Justin Herbert. With forty two point eight, I points. was I was gonna put him as my my cash in the bank, but Wesley thought it was gonna to that it would be. I, like, that was a joke. Like, favoritism, I made favoritism, a favoritism joke. but he's balling, bro. He like, come on, man. He does. But I, I would choose Lamar. Lamar was balling too. He was. He was. He got forty. You're gonna love my money in the bank player once we get to it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, at running back number one, also from the Los Angeles Chargers, Austin Eckler, thirty two point nine hey, points. We're taking over the fantasy chart, man. I ain't gonna go. Hey, because I think Mike Williams yeah. is in there too, huh? We'll see. As at running back number two, the one of the biggest surprises of the week of the Miami Dolphins, Miles Gaskin with thirty one point nine points. I had I had I had Camara and Gaskin. They both got me thirty points, and I was so happy. Gaskin is a free agent right now. Yeah, I picked him up in Yahoo. I picked him up because I dropped him because I had point th- he had point three, and I'm like. I'm content with the running backs I have. I don't need him. And I was like, I need a running back because Alvin Kamara is out. Miles Gaskin. Look at who's there. Yeah, look at that. At wide receiver one from the Green Bay Packers, Devontae Adams, 37.6 points. Mm. He had like 75% of that in the first half. Yeah, he was going crazy. They can't guard him. He's best wide receiver in the league. Unbelievable. Other than ah, Mike Williams. All right. At wide receiver two, also from the Los yes. Angeles Chargers, Mike Williams, 36.5 points. We're different. Points. We're taking over. What can you say? When you have a 47-point game, you're bound to have <laughs> a couple guys in this lineup. Like, dang, we're going crazy. Unbelievable. At tight end, you can probably guess this one as well, from the Baltimore Ravens, Mike and- Mark, Mark Andrews. Andrews. Why did I say Mike? What are you Mark doing? Mark Andrews. 41.7 points. And I'd like to talk about that. Mark Andrews officially clocked the fifth highest point uh, PPR showing by any tight end in fantasy football since the year 2000. Sheesh. Very big deal there. For real. At kicker from the New England Patriots, Nick Folk, 17 points mm. at kicker. He probably got oh a day. What do you have, seven field goals? <laughs> That's something. It's five my of them, 50 plus, Lord. or what? You don't get points for yardage. I thought you get five for 50 and then three for like regular I think you ones. get points for. You get different points for extra points. Because how goals. do you get 17? Because that wouldn't make sense. You get one point. You get three for every field goal you oh, make. Oh, yeah, huh? And then one for every extra point you make. <sighs> okay. I, I'd have to look at his stat line, but 17 but points is pretty pretty solid. Four field goals? What? How much four field that'd goals? Be 12? That'd be five field goals be five field and goals. two extra points. Yeah. Which was way less than the Patriots scored. Uh, yeah. So that'll be interesting to look at his stat line. But 17 <laughs> points. And at the defensive spot, the Bills with 17 points as well. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? They were not rostered in our fan- NFL Fantasy Money League, so they are now sitting comfortably on my team oh as the number gosh. one scoring defense 
in the league. How did and you the, get that? Number one fantasy scoring, excuse me. And they were just sitting on the waiver wires for me this morning. So I woke up, went to work, and I looked at my roster as I'm walking out of fairway. And what do I know? The waiver claims have come through. And the Buffalo Bills defense is now on my team. Oh, my gosh. It looks wonderful. Who dropped them? I know I, someone had them. Someone had to have had them, you would think. But that's, yeah. As for our teams, I beat you. Hey, hey, hey. You beat Marco. Yeah, I beat Marco. Hey, you I almost had him. I almost had him. Now have a win? You did, you did almost have him? I lost 139.56 to 141.04. All because Marquise Brown had 33 points, and I, for, I did not know. I forgot he was on my team. Yeah. I yeah. thought I lost, but I lost. I'm now what? Think. Let me check. Let me Wait, check. Two and want, three. Two want, and three want, and one and four. What did? What happened again? So you so you did what by two? I lost. That's <laughs> you that. You're welcome. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm two and three. I'm two and three in the Yahoo. I'm one and four in the Money League. Hey, but once you win. You don't stop winning, so it's gonna. I'm only gonna go up from here. And if that was true, I would be five and zero right now because <laughs> I started winning week one. Hey, as I'm three and two. In that well, you didn't now. have a losing record, so that's also true. So three and two now in the number five spot. Hopefully for a bounce back week. We'll see. My projections are looking pretty good as yep. McCaffrey comes back this week and he plays as well as he always does. And I believe I'm still undefeated in Yahoo. I'm still undefeated in my home league. Oh my God. And I I want to lose in the home league. That's the crazy part. <laughs> like, I don't want to be, like, so good that I just keep that trophy for years and years to come. But, I mean, like, I've always had close games. The thing I think every game has been decided within at least – almost every game has been 10 points decision, decisions, like, within 10 points. So it's like they're close, but I just always – I always win. I always just, win, bro. I'm five and zero. Oh, like, what, <laughs> someone's got to beat me in the playoffs. I guess, like, pull off an upset. Well, I'm almost hoping to lose, which is such a weird thing to say because I want to, like, I want competitiveness. Like, I don't want to be the guy that's just like, yeah, he's that much better. There's like no point. It's like I don't want to be like the Alabama of college football. Yeah, like I, like that's no fun anymore. <laughs> At that point, you, I might as well just put myself on auto draft and not like that's specifically choose my team and. Or go like always give myself like the last pick, but anyways, that's can't do the that. whole other thing. This Lots. man's talking about being too good. Come on, man. I can't help it. I whatever, just... whatever, whatever. All right. So this is an interesting one here. As I wanna I wanna bring uh, it. This is my cash. I know I, I know why you picked him. I know you do? You, yeah. Okay, perfect. So we'll talk about the this is I made this uh fantasy one. So my cash in the bank player of the week, Deontay Johnson, the Pittsburgh wide receiver. As he gets fi- okay, we're gonna start with this fifteen point two fantasy points in his matchup against Denver, and so Lavelle, you said you know why uh, I chose this guy. Why did I choose this guy? Is it because of his drops or no? It is not because of his drops. He has no drops. He has this no year, drops on the season. That's correct. Why. That's what I. That's, that's not I why. So I want to talk about this. So obviously he's been above. His lowest has been fourteen. Point six every time he's played, that's his lowest score. That was week one against Buffalo. Okay, and he had ten targets. He had five receptions in that one. Nine receptions in his week two. Nine receptions in his week four. Now here in week five, he has fifteen point two points. How many receptions do you think he has, Lavelle? Fifteen. No. Eleven. No. Twelve. Two. Yep. <laughs> he has two receptions for seventy-two yards and a touchdown. 
That is the only stats Deontay Johnson has that day. Two targets, two receptions, <laughs> 75 yards, 72 touchdown. yards, and a touchdown, 15 points. So I made him cash in the bank player because even when he gets two targets and two receptions, he's cashing them. He's catching them. He's taking one <laughs> for a touchdown, and he's still getting you double digit points in the higher teens. Okay. That's a pretty cash in the bank player if you don't if if I do say so myself. Pretty cash. Pretty cash. <laughs> that's why I wanted to bring up two receptions. That's it. Six, 15 points. He led the NFL in drops last year too. With fourteen. Now zero, zero this now. year. So and now hey. Juju Smith is out for the year. So he's gonna which potentially opens it up for him. And my start of this week, last week I had Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz had fifteen. Correct. Mm, Thirteen. 13. On 13.9 last week, so that's a win for me. Seven and two is my record in start sits, surprisingly. Surprisingly, we're all very surprised. As my start this week, we're going to keep it with the Steelers. Najee Harris at running back. Now, they play the Seahawks this week. The Seahawks have allowed the second most rushing yards a game. That's only because they played Derrick Henry, and he destroyed them. That game. Well, so that's so the Rams. Why. The Rams combined for 119 yards and two touchdowns. They let up probably week. 200 yards against Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's a different beast, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that's kind of a big deal as Harris rushed for 122 yards and a touchdown by himself against the Broncos defense has been allowing 85 rushing yards a game. So almost a better run mm-hmm. defense there in the Broncos. And they let up 122 to Harris in a touchdown. And I believe if we look at his receiving for that game, I don't think he got nearly as much receiving. Um, but he still gets a decent amount of workload, obviously. We all know that. Again, 23 attempts, 122 yards, a touchdown. He had two receptions for 40 yards. So, so not, not huge. But he's a start for the re- the rushing region mostly. That's a lot of volume. And his passing volume will probably increase as well. Since Juju. Again, Juju Smith is gone. So Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and Najee Harris could all see increased targets. I think maybe Najee Harris is going to get a little more than Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson plays a little deeper down the field rather than the spot that Juju filled as he was more among the linebackers kind of area. Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool could Two. be interesting as well to see how so. they expand his route tree. So I think Najee Harris is a great start this week against the Seahawks. I think and it's a good start. I would hope so as well because he's on my team. He's and on the Seahawks teams. not looking too good with their offense. A lot of defense got to be played. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. And my sit this week, keeping it with a running back, Miles Sanders of the Philadelphia Eagles, as they play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week. Mm. As you could almost say, oh well, obviously you sit whoever plays the Bucks. Well. Miles Sanders is a special case because I think some running backs who are good enough can shine. Like Ezekiel Elliott did somewhat, and Tony Pollard. They were, it's week one, so it's yeah. hard to tell, but they did have some shine in that game, uh, obviously. And we've seen some other shine from not maybe not the Patriots running backs, but that's their the their running backs are starting that. Great. Who else they play? Not the Dolphins. Miles Gaskin. They play the Dolphins. Miles Gaskin. They did play the Dolphins. So. Eh? There we go. Look there at that. There we go. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. But so they have there are weaknesses, obviously. Everything yes. has a weakness. But Miles Sanders, he is the weakness. Mm. As again, the best run defense in the league is the Bucks. They average they allow forty two yards a game and twenty six re- yards receiving a game. 
Oh, excuse me. Not them. The Bucks aren't doing that. Miles Sanders is averaging 42 <laughs> rushing yards a game and 26 rushing receiving yards a game. And he has no touchdowns on the year. That's a sit. Yeah, that's so a big sit. how much points sit. is he really getting you? Zero. Uh, shout out Josh as I've been trying to help him get rid of Miles Sanders for weeks now. Because um, <laughs> he always picks him up. I gave him Zach Moss. Zach Moss goes off for 12 that week. And Miles Sanders has about three. Uh, he picks up Alex Collins. I'm still offering maybe Zach. Well, first I offered him any running back he wants between James Robinson before he had the big 20-point game, uh, Melvin Gordon, and somebody else. Miles Gaskin was the other option. And he says, nope, I'm not going to take that because that was the Darren Waller running back for Kelsey yeah. deal. He said, nope, and that's – doesn't do well, so then I end up dropping somebody. Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin, pick up Zach Moss. So Miles Gaskin might have been dropped for two weeks now before you picked him up. Well, as, I don't know. Yeah. I need as I get Zach Moss, so I offer him here. Because obviously I'm keeping James Robinson now. James Robinson went off. He had that 20-point game. I'm like, yep, he's back, baby. Keep him. <laughs> and so, all right, so Zach Moss and Darren Waller. Doesn't take it. Picks up Alex Collins of the Seahawks because Chris Carson wasn't doing so hot. He's a little banged up. Doesn't even start Alex Collins. Keeps Miles Sanders in. Zach Moss, 12 points. Does better than... Uh, I even told him, before I even picked up Zach Moss, I told him, hey, here's a guy you should pick up to replace Miles Sanders. Zach Moss. So I go, okay, I, I've heard about that. I might I might do it. Doesn't do it. That's, <laughs> that's fine. But would have helped him. Might have won him game. As he's looking at the bottom half of the team, I think he's got one win on the year. That's hey, it. I, I'm, I'm up there with two, so... There you go. Hey, I'm and above him. so... Yeah, Miles Sanders, big sit. He might be a sit. The, he rest could possibly be a sit the rest of the year. Definitely. It's It's been tough for Miles Sanders as Jalen Hurts has been fantastic as they obviously can't get the run game going. So he has had five number one finishes as quarterback in fantasy. Five, that's more than Tom Brady. That's more than Herbert. That's more than Lamar. Like, mm. It's more than Mahomes. It's a big deal. It's a big deal <laughs> for Jalen Hurts. And obviously because Miles Sanders – not ain't producing. doing anything. Not producing. <laughs> exactly. So. And finally, I wanted to bring a good friend of ours. Uh, good old. You remember Travis Fulgham, the old wide receiver we we really liked uh, last year. Well, sad day for him as as of ten eleven, which was as of this recording two days ago. When this is posted, it'll be three. Yeah. So ten eleven twenty one. On this day one year ago, this is from Mike Clay NFL. Uh, works great for ESPN. Uh, really smart guy. On his day one year ago, Travis Fulgham exploded on the NFL scene with 10 receptions for 152 yards and one touchdown receiving on 13 targets. The Eagles cut Fulgham from their practice squad as on 10-11, one year after he broke out. Dang. And says, what a roller coaster. <laughs> so shout out to our boy Travis Fulgham. Travis Fulgham. Hey, we looked were, great last we year. Were, High on you. I was high on you. Great. He looked he great looked in that game against year. the Steelers, and it was just it's catching not even everything. Game. It's games up, plural. Oh, it was he bad. He looked great. Oh. How did and he get cut? How gone. You, the roller coaster is gone. Gone with crazy. the wind after one year of fantasticness and just gone. Oh, just like hurts. that. That one hurts. That does hurt. That one hurts. It does hurt. But with that, that'll do it here for us as we reach the 55 minute mark. Jeez. Obviously. We always like to keep them longer, I guess, from now on. I guess. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Long is the best, I guess. I, <laughs> pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, we got to. Uh, but with that, I think that'll do it here for us. 
So we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye.